up, everybody? You're listening to the Marketing for the Uninhibited podcast. I'm your host, virtual marketing coach and fellow creative soul, Miranda Rodriguez. In this podcast, you'll get expert marketing guidance that you can implement on your own, and you'll learn how marketing your business can be simple, doable, and fun. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Marketing for the Uninhibited podcast, episode number 128. If you like what you hear, please be sure to hit subscribe and leave us a review. Thank you so much for listening and for sharing and for talking about it. I love hearing from you directly, and I love hearing that you are sharing this with other people. So that is always something so fun about um, marketing and creating content. You just never know who's listening or who's paying attention. So thank you for being here. And for those of you who are listening and debating whether or not we should work together or how we can work together, or if you're ready to invest yet, just schedule the free consultation already. That's why it's there, to talk through this without a commitment. So do it. Give yourself a little taste of what it feels like to have someone support you someone to hold you accountable, someone to brainstorm with you, and someone to help you level up when you are ready to go to that next level. So schedule that free marketing chat at marketinguninhibited.com or the link is in the show notes as well. All right. How's everyone doing today? Man, I am fired up. So (laughs) I did a workout this morning and then, I don't know, I was just feeling kind of tired after that but I had some good work that I got to do. And then I had a really, really, really good coaching session with Tammy Helfrich, who is my life coach, and I love her dearly. And I know a lot of you work with her as well. Um, So you, you just know sometimes you have a really good meeting and it gets you fired up. So the other thing I'm excited about personally is that, well, I'm recording this a week before you'll hear it, but I am leaving for Colorado on Thursday and I'm going with um, a couple girlfriends. I have a girlfriend that lives there in Fort Collins and so a friend and I from Chicago are flying out there (laughs) as long as Southwest can maintain enough crew for our flight (laughs) tomorrow. Um, we're, We're going out there and we're gonna go to Fort Collins and then we're going up to a cabin in Tabernash, Colorado for a couple nights and we're going to be hiking. We're going to stop at Red Rocks. We're going to go to a natural hot spring. Like we just, and then we're just going to hunker down in this cabin and we probably won't have internet. There's not, you know, there's like your necessities, water and heat. Um, but other than that, we're, we're bringing games and some like at home spa stuff. And that's it. We're just going to chill out, you know, for a few days. And I'm, I'm just really, really excited about that. So, Um, If you don't hear from me over the weekend, that is why. I've also just been trying to distance myself from social media on the weekends in general, for the most part. Sometimes I will, you know, pop into stories or engage with people, but um, it's just been nice to unplug on the weekends. I try to stay active throughout the week, and then um, I really am trying to scale back from being, having to be so attached to my phone and Instagram. Um, So, all right, I want to go back to this meeting I had with Tammy today, which is the inspiration for this podcast. I actually had queued up another topic to talk about 
Um, and I switch gears because this has come up so much for my clients lately. And then it happened to me today. So I'm like, oh, we have to talk about it. So every month I take myself through the same number tracking process that I take my clients through. Um, it's just a very basic spreadsheet in Google Drive. I also do my reconciliation in QuickBooks and I work with my accountant to make sure my numbers are up. But for me personally, I track in a separate spreadsheet just so for the purpose of what I'm about to explain. Um, so I did that at the end of September. Yeah, I am up to date on my numbers and my number tracker. But what I didn't do was look at my quarter three totals and go back and compare that to my quarter three total for last year. And I do have all of that information in one spreadsheet. Um, but I think the day I did it, I was in a time crunch and I just wanted to get the numbers in there. So Tammy encouraged me. She was like, well, why don't you should go back and look, you know, compare time frame to time frame. Like I'm generally very busy in quarter three. That's when I get a lot of new business. I have clients renewing in that time frame. It's just a good time for my business. And so she said, compare quarter three this year to quarter three last year. And <laughs> I blew my mind. I was like, Tammy, you're not going to believe it. Like the numbers were already there. So I just had to open the spreadsheet and I have in quarter three of this year, I I more than let let me see. I almost so I more than doubled quarter three of last year. And the best part is that in quarter three of this year, I made more than half of what I had made in total in all of 2020. So in three months in 2021, I made more than half of the income I had made in all of 2020. Isn't that crazy? And it's not. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay. So this is exactly what we're talking about. That thought. I have to write it down now. Um, hold on, please. So even there, I cannot, I say, isn't that crazy as if it's a fluke, right? As if I haven't been working hard. I was going to say busting my ass, but not like not like that. You know, not as not as hustly. I have been strategically taking more time off of work. I try not to do work social media on the weekends. Sometimes I do, right? If I'm feeling it or it's not interrupting family time, I'll do it, but I don't feel this urge to be present there. And if I'm not, that something's gonna happen in my business. I'm totally cool showing up or not on the weekends for social media. I take Mondays off now. Um, I used to have Mondays as a planning and strategy day and they still are briefly, but because I have to get Rebel from school every Monday and she doesn't go to school in the same neighborhood that we live or the same town, um, I just, I, you know, I was only able to work a half day, but I also found um, we don't take the dog to the dog sitter on Mondays, so it just was easier for me. My planning in involves real quick replying to emails if I need to do that, and then checking my schedule for the week and confirming appointments. And then outside of that, what I do is I meal prep for our family because it's really important to me. You guys know this. I've talked about it, that we have like healthy meals to eat most days of the week. And we have like 
grab-and-go snacks. So I've been making, um, you know, like muffins, making sure we have enough, like, fruits and veggies ready to grab, um, and then making sure we have a couple, at least two to three days of dinners prepped. And so it's been so nice. And can you... (laughs) What is so funny about this is that I've been intentionally doing that, intentionally trying to work less and make more. And that's having a big, like the shift is is palpable in my life. Like I am less stressed. I am not overworked. It does make for longer Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursdays. And it does make for a very full week where every day of the week has an assignment, essentially, like Monday's meal prep and planning, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday's work and late client days, Friday, every other week I work a half day, um, or I take off because I also have to get Rebel on Fridays and it, it can be hard to, I kind of keep Friday as a catch up day. I try not to schedule client meetings that on Fridays, but I will if we need to. Um, so I'm essentially working three and a half days a week. I am making double and triple the income that I ever have. I am attracting a higher level of clientele, which is where my business is going. Not entirely, but for one-on-one, six-month client relationships, right? And we'll talk about that too. Um, Not so much today. But anyway, the point is, it's not a fluke. And there is so many times that we experience success in our business, success that we have planned for and worked towards, and then we just write it off as a fluke, right? Or someone else in our environment does. So I want to tell you a story about a client meeting I had last night. This client has been working in her business for a few years. She hired me in early 2021, early this year, to help her with a rebrand. And at the end, actually, of last year, someone had reached out to her on Instagram and said, hey, um, I've been looking to hire you. Now's not the right time. But, you know, just kind of letting her know that she was paying attention, right? Fast forward, we go through this whole rebrand. We're working to um, establish some individual target audience segments because she talks about a few different things that are of interest to her. So her business is kind of like an umbrella brand where she does and can be hired for a few different things. Um, And she, she had totally kind of forgotten about this woman who last year said that she wanted to hire her, right? Because it's been a year now. This week, that woman get, put down a deposit to hire her. And the response was, and I was like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. Like she's been following you for a year. She's been engaging with your content. She told you she wanted to hire you. And now she's actually hiring you because she worked to save up the money for it. She planned for it. She wanted to invest in this service um, for her and her partner. And she did it. And my client's response was, and I didn't even have to do anything to book her. (laughs) Wrong, 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 wrong. That is not the right thought to have when you experience a success like that, that you have planned for and worked towards. And definitely not the right thought to have when you are working with me because you've actually done 
all of the things. And because we work together to create a plan that's in alignment with your values and fits into your schedule, it doesn't feel like you've worked so hard to get that client because it doesn't have to be that hard. It doesn't have to be hustly. And what did I say in the beginning? Like busting your ass, you know, breaking a sweat. Now, there is a time where you will have, you will have long nights, you will have sacrifices made, right? I have canceled or rescheduled so many friend gatherings, I can't even tell you anymore. Lunches, brunches, dinners, hangouts, because my my schedule, I have a very full plate at the moment. And just because I'm not working on a particular day doesn't mean that that day's time is not already accounted for, right? In some other fashion. And I'm choosing that in my life right now because that helps me work. Meal prepping and planning, my schedule on Mondays, helps me have a more efficient and stress-free week when I'm not also worried about what's for dinner or what's for lunches or what's for breakfast, right? So that's something I choose to do. So I'm not saying that your success is not going to come without sacrifice or without late nights or without stressful times or without feeling like it's hard or you've, you've worked really hard. But I am saying that consistently building and marketing, a, consistently having a business that's growing, having a marketing plan that you can be consistent with and that is sustainable doesn't have to be hard. It can be simple, doable, and fun. And it is most certainly not a fluke. All right, so let me tell you a third story. I had a client earlier this year. We still work together now. But she, we've worked together now for three cycles. So that's 18 months of coaching. And when we met, her goal was to have a storefront. She has since launched a successful storefront. She had a goal she wanted to hit number-wise, um, number of dollar amount of sales she wanted to hit in her first month open in her storefront and she freaking did it she did it and you know what happened when she achieved that goal not only did she achieve that goal for her monthly sale it she had a dollar amount she wanted to hit for her first month open in business and she hit that dollar amount in the first week in the first week people And you know what someone in her circle said when she shared that good news? They said, oh, it's just beginner's luck. Now we'll see if you can maintain that. Wrong. That is so wrong. And let me tell you, she's been open several months now, and that number has not wavered. Not even a little bit. That is her high average. High average. Does that make sense? That's what she's hitting at minimum every month. Um... And I don't know that it has actually dipped below that. And that was her goal for her first month in business. And she did it in the first week. And someone chalked that up to beginner's luck. How's about it wasn't beginner's luck. It was a simple, doable and fun plan that she chose to execute in that way. She chose to do it that way. She chose to invest in having a support system, aka me, the marketing coach, and investing in having a marketing plan that she could actually stick to, and that's where the marketing magic happened. Hitting a a number, hitting a goal that you've planned for and that you are working towards, and then you achieve is not a fluke. 
That's an executed plan. That's part of the plan. Achieving goals is part of the plan. And if my clients weren't fully executing their plans, resulting in goals achieved, then I probably wouldn't still be here, (laughs) right? Because now I am not responsible for those results. I am responsible for helping you stay accountable, for brainstorming with you, for showing up every month with you, for supporting you, for being in your corner, for tough love, for number tracking. But I am not responsible for your results. What I meet with my clients once a month, one hour every four weeks. What they do with all the other hours outside of that, I have no control over. Whether or not you execute your plan, I have no control over. So your results are yours to own. So I don't guarantee results for people. I can't I because I don't know how you're going to show up. I can talk about the results that my clients have gotten from sticking to the plan we've created, from me helping them be accountable on a monthly basis to them being consistent on a monthly basis. But I can't promise you results. You have to do that for your business, which is why it drives me crazy. Can you guys tell how fired up I am right now? I'm probably like (laughs) burning some calories in this one. My arms are flailing all over the place. Um, That is why I get so frustrated when my clients especially, but in general, people write off their successes as flukes. And that is not helpful for leveling up and growing your business. So how do you handle success in your business without writing it off as a fluke? Okay, because marketing isn't magic, but the marketing magic happens when you are consistent accountable, and taking action. So step number one is to pay attention to the thoughts you have when you experience a new success from new clients to new income to new opportunities in your life to maybe just new people paying attention or like listening to your podcast. So some of the thoughts that may come up are, what did I say in the beginning of this? Isn't that crazy? No, it's not crazy. That was the plan. I just got lucky. No, no. Luck doesn't factor in to a well-tailored marketing plan. I didn't even do anything. Sure, it feels that way because your plan is so, you're so in alignment with your plan and the values and the business that you're creating and the target audience that you're speaking to that it feels like it's too easy, right? That's another one. This was too easy. That probably won't happen again. I don't deserve it. That's that's a deeper one, right? That's what these thoughts are leading to. You discounting your success and selling yourself short is probably a track you've been playing on repeat. We all have our own childhood tracks, right? Our own childhood conditioning that's coming up. So you doing that does not help you to lean into yourself and trust yourself to take a bigger leap next time, to aim for a bigger goal next time. These thoughts don't help you do that. They'll keep you stuck at this level. They'll keep a lid on your success. You got to blow that lid off. You got to get it out of the water. Blow it out of the water. (laughs) All right. Some underlying thoughts that could come up as well. Why do I deserve this? Maybe you have some feelings of guilt. 
and you create a little chaos or you self-sabotage. Those those are the things I do, right? Why why is my path easier than the the path of my parents? I'm an immigrant father and stepmother was raised by a single mother. They didn't have easy paths, right? So I struggle with a lot of guilt there. A lot of worthiness around being worthy of the success that I have created and the success that I know is coming my way. And those things, the guilt and the not feeling worthy enough, they will weigh me down. They will keep me from achieving higher levels of success and higher, better versions of my own self. So really start to pay attention to the thoughts you tell yourself when you achieve a big success. Step two, track your numbers. Prove to your brain that what you've achieved is actually a fact and not a fluke. It's not a one-off. It's not an outlier. This is where the numbers are trending. Tammy said today, the numbers in my business are just data. That is why I have everyone track their numbers. So that when we reach upper limits or when we reach points like this or when you, on the opposite end, when you have a down, you, you reach a, a valley instead of a peak, you're in a down time, a slow time for your business, we can look back at the same time last year and say, oh shoot, numbers dipped last summer too. That's just how it goes. And then we can make a plan to shake things up in the summertime, right? But you have to have the data to analyze in order to make that educated plan. So track your numbers, watch them grow, and pay attention to your business rhythms. This will help your brain to, it helps you shift into a logical business brain when it comes to your successes in your businesses, if your initial reaction is to write it off as a fluke. Also track your plan. So something I do for all my clients is they all get, a, we have a shared Google folder. I keep all of our meeting notes in there. All of their one-page brand guides are in there. All of their monthly tracking sheets are in there. And all of their marketing action plans are in there. So we can go back which I have had to do before, and pull up marketing plans for months past or years past and be like, wait, didn't we say that was a goal a few months ago? And holy shit, you did it. And we didn't even, we weren't even working towards that. That was just like a, an extra bonus, right? A goal that we weren't even working towards that because you were showing up consistently just was achieved anyway, under the radar. That's amazing. So step two, track your numbers. Step three, Correct yourself and others when they brush off your success or they chalk it up to luck. So you could say something like, no, actually, I invested in myself, created a plan that felt good, and I stuck to it. Correct them. Stand up straight. Put those shoulders back. You know, get that power pose going. Hands on the hips. You know what I'm talking about? Like a superhero pose. And let them know, oh my gosh, I did. <laughs> we're watching Ted Lasso right now. And um, we got to the part where Nate the assistant coach to like build himself up, he spits for some reason. <laughs> so whatever you need to do to like inflate yourself a little bit, give yourself that boost of confidence and then respond. Like it didn't happen overnight. This was five, 10 years in the making. 
And what about this one? I think this one's my favorite, so I hope you like it. But it's motherfucking science, okay? Because every action has an equal and opposite reaction. Thank you, Isaac Newton. <laughs> Newton's third law is actually... For every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. The statement means that in every interaction, there is a pair of forces acting on the two interacting objects. The size of the forces on the first object equals the size of the force on the second object. Okay? So when you take action in your business, it's just science that there will be an equal and opposite reaction in a certain direction, right? Like, so let's not go too far with that because I didn't really think it out entirely, but you get the point, okay? You're taking action, there will be results that follow. Even if those results are just you learning, like, oops, that didn't work. Okay, I took action here and they weren't feeling it, so now we're gonna move on. Oh, I launched a new product this holiday season. It didn't sell as well as I thought it would, and I won't do that next year. There you go. That is good marketing. You tried some, you had a plan, you executed the plan, and then you evaluated the results and you didn't make it mean anything about you as a business owner or an individual. Your worth is not tied to your successes or your failures, right? That's another thing here is like kind of detaching from the results, owning your results as much as you're owning your failures. I think I have a whole podcast on that too, back in the archives if you want to look. But um, so the point today is getting in the habit of trusting that you're achieving goals is part of the plan. Like, and that's something I tell myself all the time when I find myself starting to write off successes or not celebrating things, I just remind myself like, yeah, this was part of the plan. Like this wasn't a fluke. I planned for this, right? And then it opens up all these possibilities. Like if I could plan for this and I could achieve this, what can we do next? If you want to go to the next level. And then step number four. So step three was correcting yourself and others when you they brush it off. And step four is acknowledging and celebrating your wins. Make it a moment. Sit in the moment, enjoy the moment, write about the feelings you're having in this moment, right? And celebrate it. And it could be your celebration. Like this is is a celebration for me to be able to come here and share this lesson with you all and to remind you that your successes, like my successes, are not a fluke and that we plan for them and we have worked towards them, right? It's just acknowledging to your brain and to your heart like, hey, we did this. Look at we did. Like a little kid, right? Like if a little kid walked for the first time and you, instead of, like your own kid, instead of being like, oh, wow, good job, yay, blah, 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 you were like, well, that's biology. You were bound to walk anyway. Eh. Or you're just like, oh, it's a fluke. They're too young to walk. Just a fluke. He just stood up, right? No, no, who would do that? I'm sure some people do that, but you you wouldn't, you listening here, I know you, you're encouraging, you're supportive, you're loving, you're caring, except let's practice that a little more when it comes to yourself. All right, that's it for today. So today we're practicing the thought that it's not a fluke, you planned for this. 
and the steps to do so. Number one, pay attention to the thoughts you have when you experience a new success. Number two, track your numbers. Prove to your brain that this is a fact, that you you did plan for this. Number two, and that, that also shows that you can repeat it, right? That's what we're getting here too. When people are like, oh, it's a fluke, you can't repeat that. Watch me. Number three, correct yourself and others when they brush off your successes. Let them know, like not in a defensive way, but you can educate them. I invested in myself. I put a plan together. I stuck to the plan. I executed the plan and achieving this goal was in fact part of the plan. And now I'm going to celebrate. (laughs) Would you like to join me? And step four, acknowledging and celebrating your wins. All right, that's it for today. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you have a wonderful rest of the week. Don't forget, you can DM me about this episode if it spoke to you. And if you are ready, schedule that um, free 30-minute consultation at marketinguninhibited.com. Thanks so much. Talk to you soon. Hi, friends. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Marketing for the Uninhibited podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss a marketing or journal prompt episode. And please leave a review so more people can find us. Are we friends on Instagram yet? Head over to at Marketing Uninhibited to say hi and let me know what parts of marketing you're struggling with. If you're ready to take your business to the next level with a customized four-week marketing action plan, visit marketinguninhibited.com to schedule your free 30-minute discovery call today. And remember, marketing your business can be simple, doable, and fun.